So in our last podcast, we talked about the importance of having a relationship with Jesus and letting that change us from the inside out. And so I feel like today would be a really important time to just dive into it and to, to see what that actually means in our life, what that actually looks like. Um, what does it mean to have a relationship with God? What does it mean to be close to Him or to know what He's actually like? Um, and so we're just going to, I guess, go through it, uh, have a discussion like always, and just, I don't know, just have a good time and just dive into it together. So the verse I wanted to start with is uh, Romans 5, verse 12. It says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all have sinned. And then that kind of leads me to another verse as well, Romans 3.23. Um, let's see. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So there's this thing called sin. It's anything that we do that separates us from God, that separates us from having perfect relationship with Him. And, and it kind of starts back, we see it in the Bible, in, in the first book of the Bible in Genesis, where God literally creates the entire world, creates everything perfectly from the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, humans, trees, everything you can possibly think of. Everything is just insanely perfect. Um, and then humans, Adam and Eve, we were the people to mess it up. We were the people to fall for sin. Um, and that's what ruined everything. Um, and so let's, <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's so deep, but I just want to like dive into it. How do we, like, wh how would you say, how would you describe sin? I and mean, the like effects of the it? flower city, the flower city version, it's like anything we think, say, yeah. or do that doesn't please God. Sure. So like, I think that also, like, you have to think about it as in like, sin is not just something that like we define as wrong like okay like mm -hmm. the law in america is to not kill so that makes killing wrong it's like no god is like holy and he has like he has created a set of like guidelines and rules and laws that we're supposed to like follow mm -hmm. over any other laws that like could um that could be made mm -hmm. and i think that um that when we look at that, anything that we do that doesn't match with that holiness, that's what separates us from God. Mm -hmm. And so like in the verse it says, um, as by one man sin entered into the world because of that sin at the very beginning of time as they were walking with God, they had a relationship with God, mm -hmm. and it was like physical. You know, God was with them, and um, then because of their sin, they couldn't be in his presence and they couldn't, um, like, that sin couldn't be there because he's perfect. And mm -hmm. so, like, that separates us from God. So when we do that, we're separated from him. Um, but then it says that, and so death passed upon all men for all, for that all, or for that <laughs> all have sinned. Mm -hmm. Is that, like, death, like, spiritual death. As in, like, yes, we're going to die one day, but spiritual death. As in, like, if you never come to the place where you ask God for forgiveness and you, like, bridge that gap and you allow Jesus to bridge that gap, then you experience spiritual death and you never have a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is honestly scarier than, than death itself to me. 
Right, right. And it's crazy how it says, like, it passed on to every single person. Like, people always say, you don't have to teach a kid, like, how to lie or how to, mm-hmm. like, be angry and start hitting their siblings when, you know, when they didn't get their way. Like, you don't have to teach someone, like, how to sin. It's just naturally in us from that moment forward, this became part of us. And same with that spiritual death. It was like, look, from now on, there is a separation from God. And like you were saying, God is perfect. God is holy. He is he is literally like the picture of perfection. And so now there's, there's, there is a gap. There is something that's keeping us away from having that just perfect communion with him where like, oh yeah, we're good. Like we are just like, everything is perfect. Um, and so that's scary. And like, and seeing that, <clears throat> how the Bible talks about sin over and over again, like sin is death. Sin is, it's not something like, it's not something to mess around with. It's not something to take lightly. Um, it's not something that we can just gloss over. Like, even for me, like, I, I feel like I get numb to it. And I'm like, ah, it's really not that bad. Like, more people struggle with this or whatever. Like, the reality is, like, this is death. This is me messing with death. And me messing, most importantly, like, it's me ruining my relationship with God. It's me saying like, you don't matter enough to me for me to like give this up and to put this aside because like, I, I actually like this better, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know. It's just sad to me because I feel like as I read these verses, I can see in my own life, like, man, so many times I'm just like, it doesn't bug me that much, you know? It doesn't, but it's so powerful. And this is death. This is like, like you said, spiritual death. Like this is leading you literally to hell and there's consequences for our actions. And and that's like the sad part of it. But then there's like the grace part of it. There's the the good news part of this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so even though there is a gap, what happens next? How do we get rid of that gap? How do we, how do we fill it? How do we get back to that perfect communion with God? Um, whenever I hear some people talk about, you know, the gospel and, um, you know, how you have to, you know, accept Jesus and, uh, sometimes they make a, make it seem like, oh, you're not really that bad. Just call out on them and stuff like that. You need to address yourself and realize, wow, I am wicked. And of course that's, goes against our nature as mankind. We are just born into pride and repenting and saying, okay, I realize what the effect of my sin does here on this earth and forever and in eternity, and that I cannot do anything on my own, can't do any good, anything good enough. I, it's, it's solely based on what Jesus did on the cross and realizing that that bar of perfection that Jesus had, that he was able to bear the sins of the world, that we were so far from that bar, and that we, our last hope is, Jesus, save me. I am as wicked as they come. My heart is as deceitful as they come. Lord, I'm at my last straw. I realize that if I were to die, I would be absolutely separated from you for eternity and if we don't address that in our heart and in our mind we're fooling ourselves every single day 
like if we seriously wake up and think oh sin death eternal separation big deal you're you're missing the point of saying oh wow as a human i've jacked it up and the only way that grace and redemption is me saying okay no more me only jesus and what he did on the cross his blood spilled for me it's that but it, it starts with a repentant heart and and, and a, a truthful truly sorrowful heart and saying okay this this has wrecked me and i don't want to be like this anymore i don't want this to continue to harm my relationship with my heavenly father who cares for me and who loves me since day one and went to the cross for me he he had him on my mind he had myself on his mind that I mean that in and of itself blows my mind, but mm. it, it's it's calling yourself out and saying, "Okay, I'm a sinner," and what that means is this, and it's only going to be changed by the blood of Jesus. Mm. Um, and that's so contrary, I feel like, to our entire generation, <laughs> like growing up with social media and everything like that. Like the whole point of everything is to show how good you are. And to show like, oh, I'm with it. Like I'm, I know what's going on. I'm staying tuned to this and this and this. And yeah. like, like you're good enough. Follow yeah, your like you're heart. you're good enough. Like <laughs> beautiful. You no one's ever on social media just like ripping you apart unless yeah. they're like a bully. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's constant praise. It's constant. Oh, you're doing good. You're doing good for somebody else. Like you're constantly posting these things. And and I mean everybody is right. It's so yeah. telling somebody like. Hey, you gotta, you gotta repent. You gotta literally admit to yourself you're not a good person yeah. because our entire generation just wants to pat each other on the back and be like, "You're it's so good." It's kind of like just like be who you are, yeah. and like it doesn't matter if it hurts anybody else. Like, mm-hmm. as long as it's good for you and it doesn't hurt me, yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. it. It's very it much like if it feels surface. good, yeah. do it. If it's we kind of built that society of like, and I think that. It's more recent too that mm-hmm. things are changing where it is more of like just like whatever you want to do yeah. as long as it doesn't hurt. And like, but we don't realize that it does hurt other people. Mm-hmm. And like the things that we do do hurt other people and do have like an impact on other people like more than we realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one thing about repentance is like that's like the action of like it's more than just feeling sorry. Like, Kayla, if I were to like keep telling you like, oh my gosh, you were the worst person ever. Oh my goodness. Like, and like, I just keep like ripping you apart to other people. Then I'm like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But then later the next day I do it, like it didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So it's like repentance is like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that I did that to you. I'm so sorry. And then I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that again. It's, you know, you have like, um, like the plan of like I'm turning around and so and like I think that that's how like even like growing growing up in church I feel like repentance was always like explained by like a turning around like that like 180 Mm -hmm. is that like I was going this way and now I'm going the exact opposite way Mm -hmm. and so like when we think of like repentance is like we see ourselves like as sinful people and as people that are 
dirty and disgusting like compared to God's holiness. And they're like, but I don't want to keep going this way. I want to accept God's grace and I'm going to turn the other way around and I'm going to follow him and obey him. And like, yeah, I'm going to mess up sometimes, but like I want to receive that redemption. And redemption is like the most beautiful word Hmm. ever because that means like saving, like God has saved us and like we are redeemed, we're made new and we're made whole. And like that changes the game. Hmm. Like that changes everything. It's not just like us, like, okay, I'm gonna go the other way around and it's all on me, it's all on me. It's like, no, like Jesus gives me like the opportunity to go the other way. And then like we get to experience grace, which is like undeserved. It's undeserved, like, good, undeserved favor. Like, that's just, like, Mm -hmm. so beautiful. Like, we get mercy, which means that we're saved from hell, which we do deserve because of our unholiness. But then we get grace, which is the relationship with Him, which is the opportunity to know Him and find purpose and meaning in this life. And, like, all these, like, good things because, like, we get, like, grace, like, undeserved favor. Like, that's just crazy. I just love that. (laughs) And, and like, the the honesty and the transparency that comes in repentance is, like, so looked down upon. And it's like, oh, you just need to, you know, feel good about yourself. And Mm. But, like, the more you really think about your sin and how terrible you are and how wicked you are. (laughs) That sounds terrible, but it's true. (laughs) The more more beautiful the grace of God begins Mm. to get. Yeah. That's sick. And it's like... Okay, as bad as I am, this is literally given to me. He sent his son for me. Yeah. Like, how do I deserve that? If we really begin to think about ourselves and then we really see what is there for us, we're like, are you kidding me? Like, this this is, and it's like one of those, it's got to be too good. It's got to be too good to be true, but it's actually real. And it's like given to you. Yeah. Um, a couple of verses that I just wanted to, just so it's not just like us talking, mm-hmm. like this is what we feel. Um, two verses that I love for this is Romans 5, 8, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So God knew like we're in sin, like we are separated from him. But while we were still like that, while we were still like going our own way, like God died for us and he offered the grace before we even wanted mm-hmm. it, before we even knew that we needed it. Um, and then the next verse, so that's about like love and just like his love toward us. And then the next verse is um, Romans 5 again in verse 20. It says, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, which means like law entered, like we realize that we are not holy compared to like Christ's holiness. And then it says, this is the best, um, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Mm-hmm. So it's like where there was sin, his grace is still deeper. His still his grace still goes further than like we could ever sin. We can't out sin God. We can't like run so far that repentance can't bring us back, that like we can't be redeemed. And like that's just so beautiful. And like that's what the Bible says. This mm-hmm. isn't just like, oh, like we want this to be like a feel-good Christianity. Like this is what the Bible says. Is like there's the judgment piece of like if you do not accept Jesus and you do not repent, like there's judgment and there are consequences to that. But that makes it so much more beautiful when you realize what you're saved from. Yeah. It's like you're I remember someone explaining it to me like it's literally like you're in a trial and you're before the judge and like you know you're guilty you know you're going to jail there is no way out like there's all the evidence is stacked up against you Mm. you just like 
just the feeling of that in your stomach like you know when you know you've done something wrong just in general and then like but now like everybody knows like you are before everyone you are guilty and like the judge is just about to slam the thing down and you're like you're you're gone like go, you're in jail for life and then all of a sudden like in in burst jesus through the doors and he's like no, 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 no like literally i i got it taken care of like just the feeling of that the <laughs> the joy of that would just be like so unbelievable that's like that's i don't know somebody explained that to me when i was when i was in high school and i was like that makes so much sense because literally that's how i am like before a perfect god i'm gonna be judged according to my actions and i'm not like i'm a failure i'm not gonna add up i'm not gonna be worthy to step into his presence and to call heaven my home are you kidding me like i would make the streets dirty just walking on them and like yet jesus burst through the door and is like no no no, no, no. i i want you like i want to talk to you i want you to be in heaven i, I want to take this this punishment away from you like while you're still in the middle of it too like you're saying mm -hmm. His love is yeah. just reaching out for us. And it's crazy to think along with that like illustration. It's crazy to think like God is like the judge in that scenario. Like you, you're before the judge and if you're not clean, yeah. um, you're going to hell forever. Mm -hmm. And God loved us so much that he knew the only way that Micah is going to get to me is if I send Jesus to him. To think that we have, like, God sees us so, like, caringly and, like, he did everything he could to give us every opportunity and chance to come and be able to dwell with him forever in perfect, like, in, in harmony and that he sent his son to do that. And it's just, it's crazy to think that God literally sent his son for me to be able to spend eternity with him and to experience mm. perfection and holiness like who who am i mm. like literally it's just like he's just so good and mm. that is i can't i i like we i mean it's gonna take it's gonna take eternity to thank him <laughs> like we're gonna yeah. every day it's not gonna be enough time to say yeah. god literally thank you you're so good so holy yeah how am i here one thing that you said earlier that I feel like we didn't really like, like kind of like in passing is that like it's free, yeah. like in that it's not something that like depends on us or something that we can do. Yeah. So I guess like, yeah. if it's free, then like what are the steps? Like if someone is, if someone is wanting to have a relationship with God, like what are the steps that they take? What are the steps to like? be like to accept God's grace to like what is repentance like what does that mean practically like what does repentance look like practically and what is you know understanding redemption and like receiving that like look like I think going back to what Micah said like it, it first starts with being honest with yourself and I guess letting your walls down mm. you know letting your pride go to the side and just being able to come face to face with i am not a good person like mm -hmm. i can try to do so many good things and i can like i can be a good person as in i do so much for people or like you know in my actions i'm like good but god cares about my heart god sees the depths of me 
what I'm thinking when nobody's around, what I'm doing when nobody's around. Or even when I'm with people and I'm like, oh man, I could just like strangle you right now. Like you make me so mad. Like like there are situations where I'm like, why am I even thinking about this stuff? But like that that's who God knows. You know, he's not just convinced that I'm a good person because I'm just like, oh, I'll buy you coffee. You know, he's like, oh my gosh, Mikhail's so We good. don't have him faked like, out. Yeah, literally. We Yeah, exactly. We don't have him faked out. It's he knows the the depths of my heart. He knows like he knows why, he knows like the roots of everything that I do and why I do what I do and the pride and the, the hurt, whatever it is that all these emotions and these actions come from. He knows the depths of me. And so I'm not gonna come before him and be like, oh yeah, I'm kind of good. Like I have to admit to him, all right, look, I know you know who I am. And if I'm at the end of the day standing before you, I'm not worthy to be in your presence. I'm not worthy to even talk to you but i'm gonna admit that i'm not i'm not who i say i am i'm not who i can even present myself to be like god you know you know who i am Mm -hmm. and then like you guys were saying repent like repentance turning from that being willing to say look i don't want to live this way anymore because i realize the consequences of it not only for myself but for the people around me um, I want to do a 180. I don't want to live like that anymore. God, help me because I cannot do it in my own strength. You you can't become a good person overnight. Your heart doesn't change overnight because you just say like, oh, you know, I want to be different. Like it literally you have to come before God and say, help me, help me turn from the sin. Help me because in my own strength, I have no strength to turn from sin. Like literally. It's not, I, it's not calling it a 360 and saying, oh, I turned around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's you stay turned around. You're on a totally different yeah. path. Yeah. And like, and realizing that's freeing. When you come to oh. Jesus, it's not like, oh, I got to follow these stinking rules. I got to do this, this, this. It is when I follow. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Cameron, can you just pick it up? We're keeping that in there. <laughs> um, it is, just pick it up and then. Yeah, hang out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's it the gospel is freeing. When you come to Jesus, it's not you have to follow this along with the rules, you have to be mm. good and act good, or I'm just gonna i I'm gonna wipe you out. Yeah. Like it is freeing. You're you're free from sin. You mm. can now live in like joy and in peace and knowing mm. that like when you're following Jesus, he's gonna bless you for that effort that you put into it. <laughs> Who and the anger that I'm that feeling bad. right now, <laughs> God help me to turn. No, <laughs> um, you probably just want to go answer it upstairs. Can we keep this in? All right, it's in. This yeah, is a real discussion. Right, this is a real time. This is, but <laughs> this is the reality That's of podcasting so at home. Literally, yeah. literally. Yeah. But it's, anyways, it's freeing. It's like, yeah. it's a joy to experience everything that God has for you. And when you're walking with him, when you take a 180 from your sin and you're walking towards God, his blessing is just going to be upon you. His favor is going to be upon you. And so as you go through life, like he's going to show you how worth it it is. And he's he's not going to be like, oh, you didn't want any. Like, now you're on your own. Yeah. He's going to help you through that. He's going to help you continuously keep going down that path. Yeah. So, so admitting. Saying, I think that the first thing is believing yeah. that like um, get get the verse, the Romans verse, the um, 
Do I have it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, wait. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right. Like, first of, like, believing that God is holy, mm-hmm. that he is perfect, and that our sin separates us from him. So, like, yeah. understanding those things. And then the verse that I was thinking about is that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So, like, talking about, like, you have to believe that like he is perfect and that you're separated, yeah. but because Jesus went and died on the cross, and I don't think that we've really talked about that mm-hmm. about like Jesus yeah. dying on the cross. So like, before we get into like repentance, like to understand redemption, you have to understand what Jesus did. Yeah. And so like Micah, if you want to talk about like what Jesus did, is like we've gotten past mm-hmm. this repentance of like believing that God is holy and that we're mm-hmm. separated. Repentance of I want to do something different, but if you feel sorry and you repent, like that's cool like what bridges that gap like what what does that because it's not just repentance so with the redemption process um where you know jesus and the cross comes in uh with sin there was obviously a penalty and we've talked about that being death and the only way that that could be atoned was through a perfect sacrifice and you see God send Jesus, his son, to this world with one, with, one, with one purpose, and that was to go to the cross and take upon the punishment and penalty of sin, death, for our sakes, so that someday we may be able to call upon the name of the Lord and say, okay, take my sin too. Take my sin and have me become one of yours. And he goes to the cross and he he basically just bears everything. He says, okay, every single person, past, present, future, this is for you. And he goes up there and he and he takes that pe- death penalty and he takes it and he, he goes to the grave with it. And he didn't end there though. And that's that's insane that he literally rises up and says, dude, death is nothing for me. Death can be nothing for you. I'm here. I'm perfect. I'm alive. I've I, I, I've I've made a way for redemption to happen. I've I've followed the course of, of a perfect man here on earth, and I was that perfect sacrifice that was willing to go like a lamb to a slaughter, man. Think about that. He was just going, he's saying, Man, I'm doing this for Mike, I'm doing this for Michael, I'm doing this for Grace, I'm doing this for everyone. And the pain, like the suffering, you talk about the went through. the physical, mm-hmm. obviously on a whole another level. Think about the weight of mm-hmm. eternal separation of every mankind. But think about also like, I can get so caught up in like feeling guilty. He has everything on him, like mm-hmm. he has everything, and then also like he had like that perfect relationship with God, and like he had to experience the separation. And I think that, that was almost worse. Than yeah. anything you can experience is just being separated God from God. Yeah. And like, does that actually, like, is that how I feel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I like so heartbroken over being separated from the Father that like I'm willing to, to leave everything in order to repent and to mm-hmm. like understand the redemption and like to accept that, to accept that Jesus died for me and he lived a perfect life and he died for me and then he rose again because he is that powerful and then he 
did all of that for me, hmm. for you. Like, that's literally insane. And to like, just like, and it's a, it's a free gift. He's saying, I did all of this just so that you can literally, like with your heart, believe on me. Like, there's nothing that I have to do. There's no physical action. There's nothing that I have to do other than accepting him and believing in him that he takes away my sin. Like, there's nothing I have to do. I don't have to keep up with this. It's not like, okay, I got saved. Okay, now if I do anything wrong, like, he's going he's gonna to take me, you know, he's going to take it back. He's going to take that gift back. Like, no, this is a free gift. And, like, this is something that I have forever. This is a relationship that I have forever. This is... This is something like I'm adopted into his family and like I'm a daughter. I'm a son like of the king of the, the, the king that has overcome death, who has created everything around us, who has created me, who has created like literally everything. And like, I'm a daughter of the king just because of his grace. And it's nothing about what I could do. It says in Ephesians that like, it's not by works. Just so that we can't, so so that just we can't say anything. That didn't make sense. But like, it's so that we don't, we can't say anything about ourselves. We can't be like, oh, you know, I was so good that God let me into heaven. It literally Mm -hmm. says so that no one can boast about it. Mm -hmm. But it's a gift of God. And I think that like a great verse is John 3.16 is like, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever Mm -hmm. believes in him doesn't die, doesn't have eternal separation, doesn't have spiritual death, but has everlasting life and everlasting relationship with the one who created him and was made to be like this with, you know, to be connected with. And I think that that's like the most beautiful story that anyone could ever be told or to believe in. It's real. It's not just a story. This is real life. And there's real consequences to the sin that, um, we have, but there's real beauty and real redemption despite it because of the love of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And with the cross story, even in and of itself, there's just like this little glimpse of, of, you know, Jesus and his willingness to forgive anyone. He's between the two murderers on the cross. And one of the murderers calls out basically saying to the other dude, you realize we're supposed to be here. You realize that we are evil and wicked and supposed to die. But do you realize this guy is not supposed to be here? He is perfect. He's the king of kings. He is God in the flesh. Lord, forgive me. And you think about the history of this dude. Murderer. I mean, who knows even what else? Mm -hmm. And Jesus, I did it for you, man. I'm up here for you. And right away, you'll be with me in paradise forever. So when we think that we, like we're not good enough or we're like we're too, we're too bad or like we, we, we feel like we're not worthy enough, which we are, are. (laughs) we aren't, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Jesus, he says, dude, just shut up, please. I did it for you. It's set in stone. Just call upon me, please. Why are we diddle tattling, you know? When why are we just sort of wait until the last moment? Mm-hmm. That last moment might be too late. Mm-hmm. We can't be taking risk with stuff like this. Yeah. yeah, we don't know when when our last breath is gonna be. And I feel like, especially lately in the world, it's just like 
every day I feel like there's bad news. There's like another death. There's another mm-hmm. tragedy. There's another terrible story happening. And it's it's like so overwhelming sometimes because it's just like how much more can we take like as a world? I just feel like it's getting worse. And so I think that that just gives me an urgency in this message to just be like, look, this is the gospel. This is who Jesus is. There's no time to be like, I'll, you know, I'll do this some other time or like I'll do it when I am close to death. Like literally we don't even know if we are going to be waking up tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. like, and this is eternity. Like (laughs) if my life is a small blip and then I have literally eternity to live either in heaven or hell, like this decision really does matter. And so I feel like, I'm just thankful that we can have this conversation and that we can we can share this message with people because um because it is a story of hope. It's the best story ever told. Like it's mm. just it's so encouraging to me. Even as I'm sitting here, I'm just like, man, like I realize how bad I need this. Like I realize how bad I need Jesus. And so as we I guess close and as we finish it off, the whole goal of this podcast of this ministry is to let the name of jesus be known it's for people to be able to experience him and to realize god is real god is so real in our lives and that heaven is real hell is real and we have a choice right now today of where where our destination is and this impacts all of us and so (laughs) and like grace said it's, it's a free gift just reach out and take it just accept it i mean he's paid so much for us to just toss that gift aside is crazy we realize that god is the judge we're not backing away from that we're not backing away from the fact that he is so perfect and holy we don't deserve he's to be just yes he's just he's a good judge right mm-hmm. if i'm gonna come into his presence and i've done something wrong i deserve what i deserve you know yeah. what i mean he's he's gonna make the right decision but but like micah talked about jesus is the perfect sacrifice he like, I don't even know. It's just, we're not backing away from the fact that God is just. God is a judge, and, and sin is death. Sin always equals death. It never <laughs> is better. It's never a lighter consequence. But Jesus is also forgiving. He's also gracious. He's also merciful. He's also this kind father. Um, Literally, in, we're just going to keep going in Romans. Romans is so. <laughs> Um, literally Romans 2 says God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance hmm. so it's not hmm. dude he's gonna he's gonna come after you he's gonna get you he's gonna make your life miserable until you just get this free gift it's like oh my goodness he is so kind he's so compassionate towards me that he would do that for hmm. me how can I say no to that like how can I reject that it's his kindness it's his goodness I don't know. I just hope that people can see through this podcast who God is, Mm -hmm. just how perfect he is, how holy he is. And yet I mean something to him, like Mm -hmm. that he would want to live, that he would want me to live with him forever. And so this life is scary and Mm -hmm. unpredictable and overwhelming at times. But the reality is it's just a blip on the map. Where are we? Where are we spending eternity? It matters for my family, for my friends. Like, there's nothing on earth that I want more than to be able to to get to heaven and just be like, oh, 
what is up my god like you know what i'm saying like we did it like it was so painful down here sometimes yeah. but like it was so worth it in the end because there's no more tears there's no more suffering everything is perfect we get to understand god we get to understand the world we get to you know be with literally all of our friends and family and just saying thank you to god for eternity i don't know it's going to be so so beautiful and i just want to i just want as many people to be there mm-hmm. as possible yeah so you guys have anything to close or should I just close it out with a verse? Uh, close it out, girl. <laughs> All right. Romans again, in case you didn't think oh we liked it. Oh my, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, this is in Romans 8, verse 37, or sorry, verse 38. For I am sure that neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present or things to come, no height, nor depth, or any other thing in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Nothing you've done, nothing that's going to happen. N- literally nothing or no one can separate it's you from like the love of It's like even when you are separated from a relationship with him, that doesn't mean that he doesn't love you and mm-hmm. that he wants you He's to come waiting. back to uh, to come back to him, yeah. he's waiting for you. Like yeah. the just with arms son. arms yeah. wide open. Man, like arms that wide dude open. was waiting on like the porch, just waiting every day for that son to come back. Yeah, loved him all the same. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for him. It's time yeah. for us to come running, dude. Why wouldn't you? Home, man. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast, guys. <laughs>